Blog Talk Radio. A return to excellence. A return to tradition. It's the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, and we're proud to bring you this special edition, and it's powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio. They're going to be powering us through the season, this upcoming 2018 Red Dragon football season. A big shout-out to Ed Mignon, Niles alumni, for putting that together, helping the Dragons put a little money in the bank so this program can kind of keep going and coming in the right direction. Last week we brought you a little bit of detail on what Coach Perry is bringing. We talked about the tradition, the foundation, and kind of building on that. And this week the team started two-a-days last week. So this week we're going to kind of get into how two-a-days went. We're going to talk about the 61st sausage fry that went on last Friday and get into some other details. I know they have a scrimmage against LeBray this upcoming Wednesday, and Coach Perry is going to kind of break that all down for you. So, uh, Coach, I thought the first episode went well. We got a positive feedback, so we haven't made anyone mad yet. But uh, let's kind of just get into it. Um, you got to kind of celebrate. The, I guess the kickoff to the year in, a, in an, a roundabout way with the sausage fry. What was it like kind of being the head coach of the Niles Red Dragon and being part of it? Yeah, uh, a special night for, for me uh, personally and I, I think for our kids. Uh, a, a lot of ex-Dragons there uh, coming up and talking to the players. Uh, the one thing I had asked that some of the captains there, we introduced our captains at the, at the sausage fry and I asked the ex-captains to go out and welcome those guys to the brotherhood and they really did that and some of our kids talked about those guys talking to them so anytime we can get our kids around ex-players and, and some of the diehard dragon fans uh, you know very, very exciting uh, thing for the program yeah i'm sure it's a great time and and for you i mean uh when we were wrapping this up you were excited to get two a days going kind of get the pads on these kids and starting to kind of start to reveal pull back the layers and find out what you have on this team kind of take us through how this week went yeah so you know we always call it july seven on seven season huh. and that, anyone who knows football that that's not really a good indication i mean you get some learning done but a lot of bad habits in those seven on sevens when linebackers immediately dropping 15 yards out of the box so <laughs> you don't really know what you have until you get the pads on and the first week of doubles is tough that way because OHSAA is uh, limits you on contact that whole first week until Saturday. So I didn't sleep too well after sausage fry Friday night, uh, kind of anticipation of finding out if we had some guys that wanted to throw their bodies around. And uh, I thought Saturday went really well. I mean, two things. One, we got out without injury. And number two, I thought our physicality in the what some people call the Oklahoma drill or the Hoot and Holler house they used to call it, I thought that was a little bit better for most of our guys than I thought. Uh, moved into some team period, and we were a little tired, so that was a little sloppy. But again, uh, a good first day, first day of contact. So, you know, that was good. Uh, we went uh, with the day off on Sunday, and then went back at it today. And uh, a couple of things happened today. Number one, it was Monday, and uh, number two, it was hot. And we had <laughs> we had a nice cool first week. 
so uh, the heat and the heat kind of distracted us a little bit we we tried to break it up with uh, we had our linemen try to catch punts off the judge machine <laughs> and, and just to, just to get the morale back up and then we, we shortened the afternoon practice told them if we went good for a while so you know those are the kind of things that doubles do uh, we're in the in the middle of the dog days but as you said uh, on Wednesday that'll change and I think when another color jersey comes into uh, Bo Ryan even for a scrimmage I think that'll wake us up a little What's the scrimmage Wednesday? What time? Uh, Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, we'll get uh, rolling probably right with our varsity guys, and then uh, after we feel we got enough work for them, uh, our junior varsity, and uh, hopefully even our freshmen will get a look. So. Nice. Now, I've been curious about this, and we talked a little bit about it last week during the first podcast. Um, so, I mean, are you starting to find out maybe where you're – and you don't have to maybe go in position, position detailed with it, but, I mean, are you starting to find out – what you had that you didn't think you had and, and, and starting to be surprised by some of the things you're like, oh, wow, this is surprising. Yeah, so we, uh, if I were to pull up, we have a little video screen up here. If I were to pull that up, you'd see a, a group of names on there that uh, uh, we feel at this point in time we have X amount of kids that if we had to play tomorrow, which we're going to go out Wednesday, that's who we can count on. And then the, the puzzle pieces is, and we started that today, was moving some kids around to make sure, specifically on defense, uh, you know, go with the with the New England Patriots. Is find 11 guys that can tackle, and then put them in a position. So as we put our 11 up there and, and debated it, we had to make some moves that we felt were better for the football team. So broke the news of some kids today, and uh, you know I think the initial reaction is maybe, oh man, I like being here, but they get it and they actually come to us and coach whatever you want to do, for, what I can do for the team, we're going to do it. So when you hear that as a coach, you know that's a positive. But at the same time, emotionally, they're probably putting on a you know. A, a little tough face for us, but they're probably hurting a little bit. But I, I do believe our kids are going to step into those new roles. So that's where we are now. We we're kind of shuffling the deck a little bit. We posted a depth chart for the kids today for the first time, a two deep. And, uh, again, I think some frowns of some kids that weren't on there. Uh, and, you know, we told them, we got to be honest with you, if you may be capable, but if you haven't showed it to us, then your name doesn't make it up on that list. So we're hoping that they, they figure that out, and then they, they push back up in there. So, uh we got to be up front with the kids, and we got to be true to ourselves and uh, make sure these kids earn it. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio. And we'll be bringing you these weekly podcasts as the season rolls on, also featuring players from this 2018 Miles McKinley Red Dragons football team. And uh, touching a little bit of base and just a little bit of my background, I might do a lot of football stuff myself. And I mean, for the kids, because I know they're going to start listening to these shows. I mean, when a position change comes, I mean, it's for the benefit. Sometimes, well, I know it is. It's the benefit of the team, but I don't think these kids realize it. But it's probably going to benefit them down the road as well. Because, one, you're the coach. You know what's going on. And and I know sometimes it's hard to deal with, but I've talked to so many players that, you know, I mean, they've arrived. They were recruited at Ohio State to be, just say, a safety. And, they, you know, they added some pounds, and now they're a linebacker, vice versa. You're going into safety, you end up a receiver, receiver safety, receiver DB. Some, you know, so it's a wide range, but again, I mean, in time, it all comes around, and like I said, it's part of coaching. Yeah, so I'm going to give you two stories. Uh, one that I heard, which I think is just a tremendous story, and the other I was a part of. So the first one is uh, when Bob Stoops was a defensive coordinator at, at Florida, uh, he had this kid, and, and he felt the kid was going to be a great defensive end, but the kid was dead set on being this outside linebacker. <laughs> so he goes in the coach's office, and, and he's all and he's all flustered. And uh, Steve Spurrier says to Stoops, he's like, what's wrong, Bobby? He says, 
I got this kid. He'd be a tremendous defensive end, but he's dead set. He doesn't want to play. He wants to play outside linebacker. And Spurrier tells him, he's like, I don't know what you're worried about. You play him at defensive end. You tell him he's an outside linebacker. He's not going to know the difference. And uh, that guy was Javon Curse. So, you know, there you go. I mean, it, it turns out to be an all-pro, maybe future Hall of Famer. Uh, and, and, again, as coaches, uh, you know what you're looking for and you're trying to fit that puzzle. The thing that we had happen, I was coaching at Harding. James Daniels, who you know was uh, just drafted by the Bears in the second round, he was the number two rated center in the country. He was he was uh, offered by Alabama, Ohio State, everyone you can think of, and he settled at Iowa, which was a great choice with their offensive line. But uh, we played him at tackle because we had what we felt was a backup center. We didn't have a, a great tackle. Now James, if you know him, he didn't say a word about that. You know, that's where he wanted. Uh, that's where he wanted. That's where he played. And uh, you know, he got to Iowa, and sure enough, he goes and plays center. But you know, at Harding, that's what we needed to have happen, and that's what we're hoping. Uh, you know, our kids got to understand it. Are you a prototypical this player or that player? You might think so, or maybe you even are. But this is where we need you, and uh, uh, that's going to happen quite a bit because we got to get the best kids on the on the field and uh, you know take care of specifically up front and worry about the back end as we we move farther away from the ball. Nice. Now, Wednesday rolls around. You're going to be here at Bo Ryan. LeBray's going to come in. I mean, what are you looking for? I mean, I you know because you're so early in the season. You just had these kids for a week of practice. So, I mean, you're really not, you know, by anywhere stretch where you want to be. But, I mean, what are you looking for Wednesday? And, and how much are you going to kind of, I guess, open up the playbook, if you will, to kind of see what's there? Yeah. Uh, effort. Uh, I, I, that could be a one-word answer there. We're <laughs> really looking for kids that really want to give us effort. Uh, we're sitting here watching film of today's practice, and we're we're not even close to where we need to be on that end. But you know, keep got to keep showing them. And as we we talk as coaches, what we see on film is what we're coaching. So we have to uh, push through that. Uh, you know, as far as far as the playbook goes, uh, you know, it's scrimmage season. Uh, we just at this point in time, uh, maybe we don't want to show everything, but we just got to work on getting better. So uh, in today's day and age, every game's on film and everything else. So. Uh, the Gerard guys are probably going back to old LeBray films when I coached over there a few years ago to find out what we're doing prior to have a good idea. <laughs> so there's no secrets in football. Block and tackle, and uh, that's really what we're going to focus on, particularly defense, see if we can get some kids to fly around in football. Definitely. And uh, anyone stepping on that defensive side? Well, we have, a, again, this is an old tradition going back to uh, Coach Larry Kemp with the hit shirts. And, uh, you know, you, you really – uh, have to earn a hit shirt, and eventually we'd love to have 11 kids on the defense uh, wearing those. But uh, on the first day uh, of the uh, Oklahoma drill, and before that, when we were just kind of fitting pads, we had one kid that we felt was really uh, doing a, doing a job, and that was Brandon Hayes. So he earned the first hit shirt, and then during that first day of hitting, I think we had a couple uh, a couple more players. Rob Savin uh, was one of them, and uh, the, uh, one of our other linebackers, Chris Swift, who was just named captain. So uh, we got three hit shirts out there, and we got a bunch more in the box, and hopefully we get more guys earning those pretty quickly. Awesome stuff. And in terms of these captains, I mean, is that voted on by team, the coaches? How do these guys kind of yeah? So the actually, we all voted. I voted. Uh, every every player, uh, ten to twelve, voted, and we ended up with a pretty. You know, there's a lot of kids that got voted, but we, we looked at it and there was three that were out in front of everybody. So we have three captains uh, on the team this year. Uh, Jason Gibson, who's a quarterback for us. Uh, Nick Jarvis, who's a lineman. And then Chris uh, Chris Swift Adams, who is a linebacker and a fullback for us. So I, I was happy with the selections. I thought they're great kids. Um, 
you know, they have uh, they got the weight of the team on their shoulders now, so we're going to ask a lot out of those guys as well. Awesome. And you also have the weight of your team uh, on your shoulders, but I'm sure it's an exciting time. Again, uh, first time head coach of the Niles Red Dragons. You always have a long history in the football, but uh, but I said uh, being from your home school, I'm sure it's kind of exciting, and you kind of really get to see the things and just be part of it. So we we talked about this a little bit of last week coaches you know just going to the grocery store i mean um are you still i mean are you having people starting to just pick at you and ask you what the yeah, vibe is really uh like the sausage fly i i really gotta say people say oh are you getting grilled i mean it was just a lot of people introducing themselves yeah. uh what you find out there's a lot of people out there willing to help uh, rooting for you and stuff like that so you know that's all flattering but uh uh, you know, as uh, Woody Hayes used to say, anyone compliments you, and it's anybody over except a woman <laughs> over 80, you kick them in the shit. You know, so uh, you know it, it's it's that time of year. We haven't played a game. I tell people all the time, yeah, we're undefeated right now. You know, I mean, I might as well say it now while we have that opportunity. But uh, you know, once the games come, the bullets start flying, and uh, you know, we make a boneheaded play call. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll lose a few friends from week to week, and then gain a few. <laughs> <laughs> so that, like I said, that's coaching, and uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't say it bothers me, or whatever. It's just that's part of the job, and uh, it comes with the territory. Uh, to me, I walk in this building every day, and you know, I just kind of stop and take a breath and say, "What an awesome opportunity to be the head coach of Niles McKinley." And I I try to keep that in in my mind the entire time we're doing this, and try to do things the right way. And uh, I think as long as I can come back to that, that helps me provide my best effort. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio. Make sure you guys check them out. Very, very gracious to help support this program. So all you folks out there can listen to 2018 Red Dragons football. And Coach Perry, again, a big shout-out to him as he takes some time each week and kind of sheds some light on a program moving in the right direction. And remember, if you miss any of these shows live in their entirety, you can check them out at iTunes and Blog Talk Radio, and we'll be blasting the links on Facebook as well. So we'll give you every chance to, again, listen to this and download it at your leisure. Hey, at that, I'm going to interrupt you here, Bo. A couple things. One, you know, we got the, the Charles Auto family, uh, just somebody that clicked on the link and listened to it. So that, that was pretty amazing. And then the other, I heard we made it all the way out to Utah. So I'd like to give a shout-out to ex-captain Joe Havasey, who said he was out in Utah and got to follow the Dragons. So, you know, if we can do that for, for people all over the country and keep them close to the program, uh, I, I think this is awesome. So, Bo, I really, again, appreciate uh, uh, you getting this all together for us. And I, I think uh, so far the fans are excited about it. It isn't exciting. I think it's, it's going to be a fun time going through the year. And uh, when we start doing some other shows, we start taking some callers, I think that'll, that'll be, you know, we'll have to screen them. But, uh, you know, that's... <laughs> That'll be a <laughs> we want to make sure that goes as well too. But I mean, so from this point on, I mean, what's today? August sixth. Wait, was so the first game the twenty third? Yeah, we have a little ticker yeah. clocked out there. I know it's seventeen days, so uh, we got to do some math there. But I think it is the twenty third. Uh, you know, we're that big Thursday night game. We're one of the few games in the area that night, so there'll be a big crowd out here, and uh, uh, we got to be ready to go. So I mean, from your coach's perspective, Coach Perry, I mean. Uh, what, 17 days away then? 17 days away, I mean, I know you want to be prepared as much as possible. You want to have the best team possible, but I mean, are you anxious? Are you nervous? Would you just want to suit up tomorrow night and go at it, or would you want to rather suit up like at the end of October? I mean, what's double, the mindset? Double-edged sword, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I can tell you, 
I, I wouldn't say nervous at this point. Uh, you know, we're kind of grinding right now. But uh, that for that week before the first game, as a coach, I can typically tell you is absolute torture. Uh, <laughs> you, you you start thinking about, oh my gosh, we didn't do this, or we have to get better at that, or we wasted time on this. So I know those thoughts will come creeping. But you know, right now we've just been so busy trying to implement our system, trying to keep keep on top of the kids. Uh, we haven't really come up for air too much on that. In fact. Yesterday being off, I didn't really realize. I guess I'm getting older. It felt good to be away for a day, to, to just just kind of take a deep breath. So, uh, you know, no, we're not ready to go tomorrow. I can tell you that. But uh, at some point in time, we'll just we'll just want to hit the ground running and go. But uh, we got a lot of work to do in these next 16, 17 days. But the, but the kids, uh, the kids uh, still that adrenaline rush from Camp Ravenna. Well, like I said, today was Monday, and uh, I'm sure everybody who walked into work today said, "Oh boy, today's Monday." And, and, and you know, we really tried to, to get away from some of the routine to, to to shake that up. This morning, we actually had our linemen catch punts off the jugs machine at about 65-yard punts. So, you know, and, and you know that was fun, and I thought we had a little energy, but boom, then the sun came out and popped out. And, fact that we had a couple of kids trying to bear crawl on the field and uh, it was too hot to bear crawl on the field if you could believe that so the old timers would probably laugh at that but that, that turf gets to be about 140 degrees so we actually moved to the backfield this afternoon and got on the grass just to just to get away from some of that heat so uh, you know there's always things you're trying to think outside the box uh, I know again if you looked at Facebook last week Kind of embarrassed to say this on a podcast, but we played duck, duck, goose at the end of the end of practice, just because again, uh, uh, just to just to shake it up and, and build morale. So, uh, always looking for those little things to, to energize uh, what we're doing. We have a drill that we call Irene, that uh, we fire a horn off, and then we have some scenarios going, and that that tends to liven up practice because it's always competition. But uh, uh, you know, anything we can do to uh, to get the kids' minds back in and just not let them feel like they're in a routine is what we're trying to do. So uh, that's just a constant battle. Nice, and we'll get and we'll have one more question before we wrap up this particular show. Now I've known you basically my whole entire life, and I don't think I've ever seen you mad. And I can and I can say I've never seen you. You know, when you were coaching head coach, I didn't see a head coach there. What are you like as a head coach? Do you get angry? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I know you're gonna get angry, but that's the kids, and, and really, like, it's it's competition. Uh, one of the things that, that most coaches will tell you that they hate to, they hate to lose more than they like to win, you know. And I, I think like when, when things aren't going well, sometimes that frustration rolls over the top. You know, the science really says nowadays that it doesn't do much good. I mean, certainly I know it doesn't do my health much good. I'm already on blood pressure medicine at 46. But uh, try not to, but certainly, yeah, you know, uh, I think when anytime you're a competitive person and things aren't going the way they want to, uh, yeah, you tend to, tend to blow a gasket for now and again. Uh, again, something I try to work on. But, uh, again, when you look back and you reflect at the end of the day, did that really help it to do it? So yeah, something I'm working on to try to try to flush that from my uh, from my coaching style, uh, and really just trying to be you know that that fuel for the kids a positive, and uh, uh, you know and again that that's my battle as a coach. So yeah, I do lose my cool though, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're trying to work on it. Awesome. I well, hey, any coaches that lose is their cool. I think that's uh, par for course. And uh, I mean, I think maybe pick and choose your battle. Sometimes you need to be that lightning rod of fire. Sometimes you need to be that. Uh, hug around the, the shoulder and say, hey, good job. But, again, that's part of coaching, and you know when to push those buttons. 
So once again, you've listened to the second edition of the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast. Again, powered by Charles, Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio. And again, a big shout-out and a thank you to Ed Mignon for getting this together. Niles alumni showing the tradition of Niles, keeping things proud, keeping things at home. And uh, like I said, I'm sure that's going to be a great, great uh, way to uh, build this program up by providing these kids with some of the things that they may not have that donation wasn't made. So again, 5 o'clock every Tuesday, the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, powered by Charles Auto Family. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant. As thank you for stopping by and listening to the C2P. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.